0: morning and uh, we are going to be going to the book of Romans for our scripture text this morning. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 8 and we will be reading verses 1 through 9 this morning. Romans 8, 1 through 9. Praise the Lord. Glory to the name of the Lord. I'll be honest with you, I was beginning to wonder if if it was meant for me to speak this morning, uh, as Pastor already mentioned, with I mean, it was like as soon as worship started, you could just feel it almost instantaneous that the Spirit of God was already here, right there. wasn't worked up, wasn't coached up. I don't even think we threw the first verse. Don't seem like, <laughs> but the, uh, Jesus was here in a mighty way uh, this morning. But uh, glory to the name of the Lord. And uh, beginning in verse one, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is in enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the service thus far. We know that you are here in a mighty way already. You showed your presence and power, and we believe good reports are to come from your presence being here with us. And, Lord, as we attempt to speak your word, using me as your mouthpiece, Lord Jesus, give, give me the words of what you want your people to hear, Lord, and open their hearts, Lord, to be receptive of your word this day for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. And Let the church say Amen. You can be seated. Glory to the name of the Lord. With the the scripture text in mind in Romans here, I want to uh, talk to you, speak to you a little bit this morning on a subject, walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit. Uh, Many Christians want to feel the presence of the Almighty God more powerful, more stronger in their lives but seem to maybe sometime not fully attain that desire and begin to ask why. Why can't I feel more of God? Why can't I feel more of the power of God in my life? Uh, They may have been repented, may have been baptized, and even received a gift of the Holy Ghost and be filled with the Spirit, but still has a desire, still is longing for something uh, in their life and and that's what I want to speak to to this morning is the walking in the spirit what what can we do as christians to attain a closer walk with the lord uh, not in the flesh but in the spirit what what can we do uh to feel the power of god so strong in in our lives and so the first uh, the first thing I want to speak on is uh the uh, is yielding that is that is uh key essential for walking in the Spirit is yielding ourselves to the Lord. We have to yield our whole self to uh, Jesus, our whole mind, body, and spirit. Romans 12, 1 and 2 reads like this, 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and not And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, so many times... People wonder, what is my purpose in life? What is your will, God, toward me? What, is, what am I here for? There's got to be something more. And one way of us getting answers for that is yielding to Jesus, yielding to him, our whole mind. Our actions are a showcase of what we conceive in our mind. Whatever things we think on are things that we carry out with our bodily actions and our words in our mouth, whatever that, it, that is in our mind. You see, yielding our bodies to God or dedicating them to the Lord will separate us from the world, which means separating ourselves from being like the world in the spirit, thought, values, and actions that are like the world. According to God, uh, God has different standards than what the world standards are, totally different from what the world. And a true and honest yielding of our body and mind will mean a transformation of our minds but it isn't one and done transformation it's a lifetime of constantly renewing our mind and our spirit it's constant god will allow us to grow closer to him in this process and you 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 may wonder how do i renew my mind in, in my spirit you you do it by thinking in constant prayer and meditation daily in the word of god Never put the Word of God down, but always have your Bible open daily, reading scripture, trying to get guidance from the Lord, asking the Lord to show me understanding you don 't have to wait for Wednesday Bible study you don 't have to wait for uh, Sunday preaching. You have a Bible you, uh, you may not you, you can the technology today makes it as simple as this right here. So you can carry it around with you. You don't have to carry your, your uh, big bulky Bible around. It's, you can download it into your phone. And, you, and any time you have idle time, you can read that Word and ask God to show you something, give you something. Because you know what? You're go- you, as walking in the Spirit, you're going to need something one day. Someone else is going to need something one day. And if you're studied up in the Word and you're renewing your mind daily, always thinking on the things of the Spirit, you're not only going to benefit yourself, you're going to benefit somebody else. Someone else is going to be able to say, hey, I see something in them that's, that may help me. Let me ask them a question. So that there is benefits to being in constant prayer and meditation on the Word of God. By doing this, we will not be conformed to the world, but we will be conforming to God's view and what is His perfect will for us. I want to share with you 1 John chapter 2, 15 and 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world. And pride of life right there is saying, you know, don't think so highly of yourself and your accomplishments and what you've done It's all through Christ of what you've done. Don't don't boastly lift ourselves up. Amen. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not the Father but is of the world. Okay, next verse. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Amen. He who does the will of God abides forever. To put it a little bit more plainly plainly and, and a little bit more grit and sternness to it, let's look at James 4 and 4. I know Pastor had been doing a study on James, I believe it was, on Wednesday nights. It says, Adulters and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Now, that, that, cut, that cuts a little bit more deep, a little bit more sternal, Let you know plain and flat out, do not be a friend to the world. Do not be conformed to the world. In all actuality and honesty, like what James is trying to say, being, being like God and having him on your mind should separate you and, almost, and make people look at you a different way and they may say you're funny. They may say, well, he's talking crazy. They may, they may say, you do things totally different. They're going to maybe condemn you, maybe tell you the things that you do are kind of strange and funny, not agree with you. They're going to make you feel like that you are set apart. I mean, and really and truly, that's what we're supposed to be, amen? Are we not supposed to be set apart? Are we not supposed to be conformed to God? So this is what James is saying. If you consider yourself an enemy, if you conform to the world. So in everything we do, we ought to be bucking against the world. We ought to be bucking against their system. they They don't mind bucking against God's system. They don't mind bucking against God's commands. They don't mind not, not worshiping Him and telling and, and you know, trying to take our rights and things away from us. So we need to buck right back. We need to buck against their system and show that we love God and we're going to stand for God and we're not going to back down. And when we do this, we're yielding our bodies and souls to God. We're yielding over to Him and we will grow in maturity in our Lord Jesus and we'll be blessed for it. We as Christians have got to decide how much like the world that we want to be. We have got to decide how how much of the world are we going to be like. Are we Are going to be like them in, in everything they do, or are we going to be set apart and not be like them in any way? Because like the Bible says, if we're like the world, the love of the Father is not in us. And I want the love of the Father in me. I want to love Him wholeheartedly. I want to always pray to Him and study His Word and seek Him and have Him guide my steps. I want I want to be used, you know... People are looking for peace today. They're looking for something... That, that can carry them through, and we know what it is. We, ha- we have the peace of, of Jesus, and we can be that help to them, and not only to help someone else, but we need peace ourselves. It ain't Our lives are no easier necessarily with things that transpire and happen and take place through the, our daily lives and work and functions as w- the ones who just don't include God in their lives, but we have a, a mechanism in place, if you will, with Jesus that we can get through it. We can sustain. We can carry on. We, can, we we can go on for the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So yielding ourselves totally to the Lord will draw us closer to Him and that strong relationship we desire to have with Him. Uh, to close out this point on yielding our lives to Jesus, I want to reread Romans 12, 1 and 2 in the Amplified Version. And it, say, and it says it good in the Amplified. Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice when we're, we're, we're talking about our uh, presenting our bodies you know our body's supposed to be a temple for the for jesus this is supposed to be his dwelling place and sometimes we seem, we seem to forget that and we seem to neglect the temple of the Lord where Jesus is supposed to be dwelling. Are we allowing our bodies to portray Jesus in a manner where he's going to want to dwell in, dwell in us or is he going to want to be taking the first flight out of here? You know, we should be living our lives and adorning our bodies and dedicating, separating ourselves to be a part of Jesus, making our our temple a a willing place that he wants to stay and be in our lives. Uh, Dedicating all ourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy, well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, and intelligent, look at that act of worship. That's an act of worship doing that. Okay, next ver- the next verse and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes that you may prove for yourself what the The will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. All right, amen. Now, uh, when when we read these scriptures amplified, you know, you don't have to have someone else tell you how you need to be. If we are yielding ourselves to God and praying and fasting and studying and seeking him, God is going to let you know. What, what you need to do, he's going to let you know how, how you need to dress, how you need to act, the words that come out of your mouth. You don't, you don't need someone else coming and telling you because if you're doing what you should, yielding your life to God, yielding your body, then God will let you know. You God will let you know exactly how you how you need to be, and he'll and you'll feel that, and you'll understand that. It, uh, God will give you direction in that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, number two this morning, that I want to talk about on walking in the Spirit is once, we've, once we learn to just yield completely, totally to the Lord, we also need to have the filling of the Spirit. Now, you can't get no closer with Jesus without being filled with the Spirit. To walk fully in the Spirit, we have to be filled with the Spirit. Let's look at Ephesians 5 and 18. Praise the name of the Lord. Ephesians five eighteen, And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation. But be filled with the spirit, basically, this is quite frank and simple don't be don't be a drunkard and so consumed with wine that you 're just out of control with your body, but be filled with a spirit so out of control with Jesus in your life. Be filled with a spirit so th- so that he can work with you and show you and guide you and direct you and build that stronger uh, life with him if 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 uh you're so drunken on say wine or something else, you're not going. He, you're going to not be sober. You're not going to have the understanding. You're not. That's why the Bible says you know stay away from strong drink. You know because you cannot get fully from Jesus what you need without spirit, because that is your temple uh, that Jesus needs to live in, and He wants to fill you with His spirit wholly. Now, being filled with the spirit is more than just the one time. Being, getting the Holy Ghost and receiving. It's, been, it's more than just a one. It's a constant renewing of the Spirit. If We want a more powerful relationship with Jesus where we feel Him. And I mean so strong in our daily life that there's no question that He is right there with us, guiding us, directing us through everything. We need to give Him the opportunity for us to be filled daily with His Spirit. Not just the day we first receive it, like I said, but again and again, like what happened with the apostles. Let's look at Acts 2 and verse 4. And this is a very familiar uh, scripture. As they, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, we all know this is where it was a day, uh, the day of Pentecost had fully come, and they had r- first received the Holy Ghost here. It is. Jesus had sent the Helper, His Spirit living in them there. That's when they first had received. And this was the, uh, the apostles and all that were there. Uh, well, let's read Acts now, 4 and 31. And we're going to look at a different time. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the holy spirit and they spoke the Word of God with boldness and draw your attention to they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. This is after they had initially received the Holy Ghost this was, this was the apostles apostle Paul and John who were uh, had just healed the Lame man. You know we sing a song that the lame man was was healed, and apostle paul uh, peter and and John. Uh, were there, and they had hit he-, he got healed they were there, and they were on the what was called uh, solomon 's porch, and all the people to gather around amazement and wondering about about this and uh, Peter began to preach to them and, and speak to them and telling them about the word of the Lord and all of the uh, uh, the priests and officials there, you know the Sadducees uh, that didn't believe in the resurrection, they began to get concerned and war and worried because the Bible said that it was about five thousand of them that converted and believed, so they began to get worried and they, they, so they asked them as to what uh, power or authority did are you are you preaching in this and teaching in this and they, and they told them flat out straight out that it was Jesus Christ who they had crucified. Okay, well that concerned them and it got to be late in the day and they held them over. They put them into custody and held them over and then they uh, they st- strictly uh, rebuked them, strictly told them to not speak in the name of Jesus anymore. And of course, they weren't going to do that. They weren't going to honor that. But they strictly were warned and they were released from the from the custody. So Peter and John uh, commanded not to preach this. they left and went back to their to their own people. They were released and they reported what had what had happened to them, what had been said to them uh, by the priests and all. And but it was their desire to speak more boldly, uh, and preach more boldly the word uh, uh, with boldness. When I, they knew they had the Holy Ghost, but they knew the threats that had been said upon them. They've been threatened severely. Can you imagine? Our lives and daily walk, if you stand up and speak out on behalf of Jesus, if something, if you got a severe threat or threatened to be put in jail, would we be willing to conform to that, just back off, or are we going to stand up for Jesus? Are we going to stand up and, and declare Him regardless? Well, this is what we're talking about when they were filled the first initially, but they were refilled once again. Like the verse says, as they as they prayed and wanted more boldness, they got refilled with, with the Spirit. And that's what we need in our daily walk. We need a refilling in our spirit because sometime event, sometimes something's going to happen and come your way that what you got 15 years ago ain't going to help. You need something right now. You need something that you could, you need a refilling that you you should have got Sunday or in your prayer closet at home that's going to help you prepare for the next day because you don't know what's coming. We don't know what's coming. You don't know what's going to transpire and happen in your life, your family's life, your friend's life, your co-worker's life. But if you are constantly refilled with that spirit wholeheartedly and up with, with Jesus in your life, then you are going to know what to do. You're going to have what it takes to get through and to carry you through not only through your life but to glory. That refilling constantly is going to keep you and carry you on through glory. Praise the name of the Lord. If you believe that, give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Glory to him, then <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah. So this shows if we as Christians will yield ourselves wholly and constantly filled in the Spirit, that Jesus will make up the difference. That so Jesus will make up the difference. Uh, so Peter and John, they were already speaking with boldness, and they wasn't holding back. But those threats that were on them, they wanted to make sure and they got an extra, they got something extra that they could hold on to in their spirit and, and that they could hold on to and carry on with them to continue to, to talk boldly about the Lord Jesus and not be afeard of what they might be arrested again. Praise the name of the Lord and carry them on through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus will make up the difference. And also as we walk in the spirit with Jesus, we we would allow the fruit of that spirit to of him to bloom greatly and allow others to see that there is a peace that is attainable when we walk more in the spirit of the lord we're yielding to him we're getting refilled to that holy ghost strengthened us we're growing we're maturing then that fruit of the spirit's going to help you know sometimes uh it'll help with anger issues and getting upset we all kind of get angry and upset and the bible says you can get angry just sin not and getting angry you know then don't let, don't let the sun go down on your wrath you know't don't, don't, don't let it control you that, that anger control you God will help you with it you're going to have that fruit come out you'll recognize uh, that, that Jesus being with you because you pray and you seek and you'll know right away instantaneously then just it'll, a lot of times it'll even you'll avoid it altogether. It'll be so, when it's so strong, you, you'll just avoid some situations altogether because, you know, that will hold you back from doing or saying something that you know you shouldn't say. Yeah. That spirit will hold, will hold you back, hold your flesh back. Because, you know, we're constantly, we uh, talk all the time how we're constantly fighting our flesh and our spirit. And that's what we're talking about walking in the spirit. We have to walk more in the spirit and have more of that spirit showing in us and coming out of us than we do with that flesh. It's easy to let the flesh take over and take control. It's so much easier to let that flesh, but we want that spirit of God dwelling in us so much. One great thing about uh, you can uh, be coming on up, Daddy, and uh, getting the song ready. One great thing about our walk with Jesus is that the peace that He gives us uh, day to day. You know, uh, life's struggles happen uh, so greatly, and we're uh, it's easy to get down and out. It's easy to get uh, uh, just have negativity set in, have doubt set in, have fear set in. You just not be sure, not be concerned. And that's where we got to dig down deep and let that that spirit of peace that Jesus can give abide with us. Uh, it, it was hurtful this week to hear uh, the um, Kate Spade and um, Anthony Bourdain that had passed away. Now, these were a couple of notable people. Kate Spade, she had that big, um, I know she had what, purses on him? Purses. and. She's a fashion designer, okay, and seemingly, ha- seemingly doing a career that she loved and uh, gave her heart and soul to it. Anthony Bourdain, uh, I think he had a restaurant, and oh, he was on CNN. I'm not sure everything he did, but they were notable. I mean, they were out there. They surely should have been taken care of financially. Would have seemingly think, you know, for a lot of common folk, hey, what could they possibly want? What more could they possibly need? They need a piece of Jesus. And a lot of people need the peace of Jesus. We need the peace of Jesus. We can't let doubt and fear set in. We can't let the devil rob. We can't let the devil set in and try to take away what God has given us. We need to claim it. We need to claim what Jesus has given us. We need to claim that Holy Ghost that he's given us and let him work through us. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. We need that peace today. And uh, stay strong in the Lord. Don't let the devil rob us. Always, always walk in the Spirit with Jesus and He will lead us through home to glory. Glory to the name of the Lord.